right, ladies and gents, in this episode, we're going to talk about health insurance and life insurance. Don't know if life insurance should be called that. It really should be death insurance. But anyway, health and life insurance. All right. As we start on the topic of health insurance, I'll tell you first, it's complicated. Okay? Health insurance is complicated. It's not that easy to understand or use sometimes, but it's something you should be understanding. All right. So, what are some of the top health insurance companies in the state of Tennessee? All right. There's Cigna, Humana, Aetna, spelled A-E-T-N-A, Blue Cross Blue Shield, and United Healthcare. Those are the top insurance companies in Tennessee. They're some of the bigger ones in the, in the entire country, actually. Um, and health insurance is a little weird because it's kind of by region or by state, not necessarily something that's just purely nationwide. But those are some of the top companies that are around. Now, what are the types of plans that they actually offer? There's one that I'm going to mention that's not really used very much anymore. There's two that are very um, often the most often used plans. And then there's some different auxiliary optional plans um, that are out there as well. I want to let you be aware of. So first, fee for service. This allows the patient to choose your medical providers. And basically your insurance company says, you pay us this much when you have this particular service done. That's it. That's kind of an old school format. Nobody really uses it anymore. You'll probably very rarely ever find one. Next is Preferred Provider Organization, also known as a PPO. It's a network of independent healthcare providers that work together to provide healthcare services. Okay, so it is different doctors that are linked together that work with the insurance company to then provide actual healthcare. Speaking of healthcare, ambulance outside. Health Maintenance Organization, that's an HMO. Somebody's about to use their health insurance. Um, it's HMO is a group plan that provides prepaid medical care for its members. So this is where basically the group uh, plan goes and pays for healthcare ahead of time. They negotiate a contract with certain hospitals, certain doctors for certain prices. That's kind of how they work. Next, uh, these are some auxiliary plans. You don't have to have these, but a lot of people do have them. Sometimes they're offered as benefits. You need to know about them. First is dental or vision coverage. These are specific plans that cover vision and dental, like glasses, going to the dentist. Me personally, I have vision coverage because my eyeballs are terrible. Okay. I can't see very well, but I do not have dental insurance. I don't really have a reason to have dental insurance. <gasps> what do you mean? Well, I'm one of those people who never, you know, knock on wood, uh, never get cavities. Okay. Um, I really don't have any teeth problems. My teeth are perfectly straight. I don't have any weird twisting, shifting in my teeth or anything. I'm good. Like, you know, they work. I'm good. So I don't really need dental insurance. I just pay with cash every time I go to the dentist because it's actually cheaper for me to do that than actually paying for the dental insurance coverage. Now, my wife, however, uh, bless her heart, has never had great teeth, always has cavities, different gum issues and things. Bless her heart. 
well, she's got dental insurance because we need that coverage because she can be, let's just say, a little high maintenance when it comes to the teeth. Uh, so, yeah. So, depending on your situation, you may not need vision or dental coverage. That's a decision that you have to make. Next is long-term care insurance. This covers extended care in a nursing home, assisted living, or some kind of at-home care where the nurse comes to your home and takes care of you. This is sometimes a benefit by some uh, places of employment, but uh, long-term care insurance is something you might want to consider. Mm. Mm. Disability insurance. Next one. Short or long-term in case of accidents, illness, stuff like that. If you become disabled and cannot work, think AFLAC. Okay, that's like a form of disability, uh, and they offer different long-term care insurance and life insurance as well. But they're an insurance company that offers that to where if you get hurt, your bills will be paid for, you can't work. They'll provide income and other things for you because you've become either short-term disabled, such as a car wreck or something, or long-term disabled. Maybe um, you have some kind of chronic disease and you cannot work. So those are the different types of health insurance plans, some of the bigger companies. And they cover things different ways, but essentially it's like any insurance. You have to pay some kind of deductible um, up front before they cover much of anything. And a lot of times you have what's called co-pays for your standard stuff, like a doctor visit. So it's kind of how it works. All right, next we have life insurance. Now there's two different types of life insurance. Okay, really, let's face it. We call it life insurance because it's easier to sell. Nobody gets excited about telling their family, hey, I bought death insurance. Because the whole thing with life insurance is you don't get the money unless you die. Okay? So there's two types of it. There's term and whole. Whole life insurance means that you start paying the insurance company for the policy, and you pay that money, the, the monthly amount that they say that you should pay. Um, and those, that changes according to your health and that kind of thing, you know, if you're extremely obese. It'll be more expensive to cover because you're probably going to die earlier. But anyway, whole life insurance covers you your whole life. As long as you're paying that bill, you will cash out for whatever that insurance coverage amount is that you started on that policy. Term insurance is different. It only covers you for a period of time. Now, let's say I am 32 years old. I currently have a term policy. I started it when I was like 30 years old. Okay. And I got a 30-year term policy. It's like $250,000 for 30 years. So what that means is from now, from well, from age 30 until age 60, I pay like $36 a month to have this insurance. And if I kick the bucket, dead, gone, go to be with Jesus, between the age of 30 and 60, my wife gets $250,000. That's how term insurance works. But if I don't die, say at age 60, I don't die, I don't owe the insurance company any more money, and they never have to pay me anything because I only paid them to cover me for a certain period of time, a certain term. Now, I also have a whole life policy. It's smaller. Um, uh, it's like a $25,000 or $50,000 policy I have for whole life. But most of the time, you know, get term. Now, Depending on your situation, you may need more or less insurance. I highly recommend some kind of term insurance because if I die, for instance, if I died today, my wife would be stuck with our card note, paying the house, all that kind of thing, saving for retirement. She'd have to do all that by herself. I wouldn't be around. So 
She's got to take care of Emily, take care of herself, take care of some things. So I have a life insurance policy. So if I die, there's money there to help her. My wife's got a life insurance policy. So if she dies, there's money there to help me take care of Emily, pay the house off, that kind of thing. So I highly recommend term. Now, whole life insurance is a little more expensive. I don't recommend a ton of it. Maybe some of it is good to have, you know, because if you die, there's something to put you in the ground with. But really, how much insurance you need is very much based off of your lifestyle. For instance, if you're not married, you have no children, you don't really have much responsibility as far as financially down the road. Like if you're single and 36 and have no children, like if you pass away, it's not like your husband or wife is going to have debt. They have to pay off that kind of thing. But you do need to think about debts, um, things that you need to um, pay for, maybe caring for a loved one. So say you're 36 and you're single, you have no children, and but your mother is very sickly and you're taking care of her and you're her primary caregiver. Okay, you spend a lot of time and money invested in taking care of her. Well, if you were to die, you need better have a pretty good life insurance policy that is has her as the beneficiary is what it's called. She gets the money because you want her to be able to take care of herself. Okay. Um, you gotta think about funeral costs. Even if you're single and you die, funerals are not cheap. Do you want to leave that funeral cost to your friends, your family? your mom, dad, if you're younger, or maybe your brother or sister or something. You don't want to do that. You want to actually make sure those costs are taken care of. So you need less insurance if you're, you know, less um, connected as far as family, marriage, debts. You got to think through all that kind of stuff. Because if you don't have a ton of that, you have no debt. If you're not married, there's no kids. Nobody really depends on you for their care. And it's just like you working your job, living your life. Then you really need enough to cover any kind of like medical expenses. If you have a bad car wreck and die to cover that, pay that off and cover your funeral costs. Other than that, you really don't need much insurance. But it's very, very different if you have, you know, seven children, you know, a spouse, um, you've got a lot of debt. Those things need to be covered, taken care of if you were to pass away. So the general rule is this. How much life insurance did you, do you actually need? You need 10 to 12 times your annual yearly income. 10 to 12 times your income. For example, if you make $40,000 a year, you should have, on average, $400,000 of insurance. Now, if you have less debt, you have um, less people that are dependent on you, you could probably get by with a little less. Now, if you have a lot of people depending on you, um, you're taking care of your sickly family member or something, you may need to have even up to a million dollars in life insurance so that you can make sure those things are taken care of. Just depends. But remember, the key thing, the main thing, 10 to 12 times your income is what's recommended. And yeah, get term, maybe a little bit of whole life, but spend most of that money you would get for life insurance, get term coverage. It's much cheaper and it only covers you for when you really need it. Because after 60, I don't think my wife will care if I die. She'll probably be bored with me at that point. Anyway, yeah. Hey, well, that's it. That's the second episode on insurance. Hopefully it's helpful to you as you work on your project, as you certainly go about your life. 
Think about health and life insurance. They're important stuff. Hope you guys have a good week. Talk to you later.